Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey, one of the MCSCs at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800 966 WTIC 522 WTIC. If you're listening on the stream, three lines open. Call anywhere from anywhere from anywhere in the country. 800 966 WTIC. Uh, we'll do our best to help you out. And uh, we've got uh, three lines open, so feel free to just jump right on. Let's go right to your calls. We're going to go to Greg in Waterbury next. Hey, Greg. Hi. How are you, fellas? Fine. How are you? Good. You've got a great show. You really do. Thanks. I, I enjoy it. Uh, I have a question regarding uh, conversion from Windows 7 to Windows 10. All right. I have an old, I have an old computer. It's about seven years old. Whoa. Uh, with, uh, I know, with uh, Windows 7. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I wish I could uh, buy a brand new computer, but I can't afford it. Yep. What, I mean, I'm also thinking about getting a refurbished uh, computer from a Microsoft uh, authorized refurbisher with uh, mm-hmm. uh, with i five um, okay. i five chip in it. Yeah, uh, would that be a good alternative until I can afford a new one? Yeah, because I assume the refurbisher is going to give you Windows ten as well. Right. So that's an alternative. Uh, understanding your warranty from a refurbished machine is probably going to be ninety days. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it's, even if, it's if, if I get an extended warranty, would that? Well, I assume that would be a big help. It might, depending well, on what they offer you. Once you add that up, maybe you, yeah, you, you're buying a new machine by that point. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, the machine that you think you can't afford is uh, in reach. What you end, end up paying. <laughs> I mean, a new, right. a good computer. You know, you can spend, let's say, seven hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars. If you're going to be close to five on the refurb with extended warranties, uh-huh. you know, I don't know if I would do that. Um, anything refurbished has been used for probably four or five years already. So you've got a seven-year-old machine. Now you're going to go buy a four or five-year-old one that's been hammered by a business, most likely, for that many years. For the Delta being so small, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that necessarily. Um, it would have to be real cheap. It would have to be like one of those, like, like a $250 computer with a one-year warranty. And then now the operating system is $150 plus operating system cost anyway. So, right. you know, you're so tight. You're so close there as far as, as, far as what you're going to get out of it, two years versus... A new machine. I don't know, Greg. Yeah. Uh, which leads me to my next question. That is, since uh, Microsoft Explorer, won't, well, Microsoft won't be supporting any uh, software updates. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, I have uh, WebRoot as my... Uh, yep. Antivirus. As my, uh, until I can afford to go to Windows 10, should I get another... Uh, Antiviral like micro like uh, 
Malware, malware bytes? No, um, you shouldn't necessarily have to do that. So the whole thing is your your biggest question is, hey, Eric, how long can I run this machine exactly. without updates? And believe right. believe it or not, you've got a lot of CPAs and financial planners and and, and other folks and you know healthcare providers asking the same question. Um, <laughs> right. So they're not thrilled about going into Windows 10. Yeah, and spending the money, and I don't blame them. But technically, they need to because they're mandated to do so. You are not. So. The answer to the question is as long as you feel comfortable. So this your Windows 7 is going to stop getting updates on January 14th for security. Now, right. XP was dead for about five years, and then the whole British health system was hit with WannaCry. Do you remember that? Uh, no, I haven't heard of that. All right, only geeks like us remember that stuff. So they were hit with a WannaCry, and Microsoft released an update to XP. Because those folks in, in uh, the British healthcare system said, ah, we can run the healthcare system on XP. If the uh-huh. Americans are running their nuclear subs on it, we can run our healthcare system on it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> and then Microsoft releases a patch. Now, they never said they were never going to do that, right? They, they said, hey, we're not doing it. We need to force you to go to Windows 10. So the, my point is, you could find Microsoft still releases updates. Um, for some egregious hole that they really should, they, they go and look at each other and say, hey, guys, we really shouldn't have left that hole wide open. We should probably patch that. Um, could that occur? Yes. Um, will it occur? Who knows? And hopefully there isn't any big egregious hole. So you could go you could go six months and not have an issue, a year, four years, who knows, right? As long as you're not going to places on the Internet that are... Uh, you know, malicious, yeah. And the problem is, it's not just the sites that you might come to mind automatically. You could be tricked into going there through phishing schemes um, and stuff like that. So you're worried about some bad guy leveraging a hole that hasn't been patched yet by whoever's been writing Microsoft's operating system for X number of years. And that's what you're dealing with here. So you could run for, you know, save up your save your money up for X number of months afterwards. And before you know it, you're buying a brand new machine rather than some five-year-old refurbished with an extended warranty. Uh, one more question about that. Should I be looking for i3 or i5 Intel uh, 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 processors? I would stay away from the i3s. I mean, I think those aren't even nice. You shouldn't even give those to high school kids to do their homework on. Um, okay. I think an, you know, an i5 or better... Uh, is mm-hmm. what you're going to go for, um, okay. 8 gigs of RAM minimum, a hybrid drive right. or a solid-state drive, whenever, if you can afford that now that you're going to wait a little bit. Yeah. Um, and make sure you're running open DNS. Okay. Uh, that's another issue. But that's another issue. I have to, I have to, uh, I have to convince my wife to do that. What? you got to tell her, say, honey, we're not, if we're not going to buy a new Windows 7 machine, i got to configure that. Why would she have any issues with that? Uh, well, that's, that's, that's a totally different issue. Oh, does she think um, you're going to break the computer? Yeah. <laughs> that's like my wife telling me, you sure you want to hang that shelf, honey? Are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> and frankly, I tell her, no, I don't want to do right. it. Because I know it's going to come crashing down at 3 in the morning. Okay. Uh, so you so should okay. definitely do that, though, Greg. Okay, so I should go to I-5 with at least 8 gigs of RAM. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, fellas. Have a have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. Good luck. Thanks. All bye. right. Bye. That's funny. Won't let, won't let her husband mess, configure open DNS. Hey, before we go to a break here, Bob, do you want to bring up any of those articles? What was the next one you wanted to bring up? We have four lines wide open. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We're here till 11. Yeah. Star Wars Instant Pots are oh, here, yeah. and mm-hmm. R2-D2 can now cook your dinner. Love it. Okay. 
Star Wars droids can fix vehicles, pilot ships, even save Jedi masters and rebels nice. when they get in tough and get in a tough bind. Mm. But more importantly, R2D2 and BB-8 can now make you dinner. <laughs> Instant Pot just released a Star Wars collection featuring R2D2, yeah. BB-8, Darth Vader, uh, and more. Ah, Darth Vader, that actually would fit for me considering how we cook. Okay. Well, and then they got a Chewbacca one. Yeah. That's uh uh, eight quarts, okay? But the mm-hmm. BB-8 one is three quarts, oh. but the rest of them are six quarts. Nice. Okay? And, and you love your Instapot, We right? have an Instapot. Actually, we gave them out to get, as gifts to all our kids, and they nice. love them as well. Wow. And uh, you can use them to cook rice. You can use them as a pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. You can use them to cook soups and all sorts of other stuff. They green eggs and ham? Vegetables. I don't like green eggs and ham. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Sounds like a cool thing, though. <laughs> but, you know, uh, yeah, it is. It's very nice. And, uh, if you're a Star Wars fan, you can have Darth Vader cook up your your stuff. Well, just having uh, uh, R two D two in yeah. the kitchen doing the cooking, not bad. Not bad. We'll step out for a quick break, guys. We'll put all the links up for you. Four lines wide open on this Saturday morning. Eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. Feel free to get online. We'll be right back. back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And uh, we're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. I know you're out there shopping, looking for those uh, deals. And uh, you're going to do it all before tomorrow. you got to get your eggs and your, I'm sorry, your milk and your bread. <laughs> Stock up now for the, uh, before the rush for the uh, coming snowstorm. Yep. You might get snowed in for a week. <laughs> or a few Don't hours. laugh. I had that happen. Well, it doesn't happen here in Connecticut. Well, yes, it did. It did? Yeah. When? Way back when the Civic Center uh, collapsed. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, it was at 79. You were stuck for a week? No, in 79, I wasn't. But in 78, I was. It was a year before. We got like 80 inches of snow in two days out in Indiana. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was up to the roof of my truck. How many inches? 80? 60 inches. 60. That's still a lot of snow. Wow. Yeah, it is. It's, All right. Well, we don't get that here in Connecticut. <laughs> Let's go on to uh, Paul and Danbury. What's going on, Paul? How you doing? Fine. How are you? All right. Um, I have to uh, say that I first off, I like to thank the guy you uh, helping the guy out uh, just previous because I'm looking for a new computer and you basically helped me uh, decide what I'm going to get. Oh, good. Uh, the problem the problem I'm looking for is I have a Windows Seven desktop and a uh, a Windows 10 uh, laptop. Uh, there, you know, I want to basically get something new. But yeah. my thing is, what um, I have like tax stuff on my laptop. Mm-hmm. What type of uh, stuff that could I get that uh, would basically erase all that stuff and still keep the basic system on? Because I don't want somebody else getting all my information. Uh, and you say the basic system, though, you want to be able to give it to somebody operational. So you can't have your cake and eat it, too. Yes. I mean, like, is there a soft piece of software I throw it in and it takes all my, uh, I mean, is there, I mean, if I just, like, delete my stuff, put it in the uh, recycle bin and then delete everything, would that be fine? Or no. Is something? Now you got to okay. do is what Mrs. Clinton used. <laughs> I think she used something called Bleach Bit or something like that. You can get what are called shredder programs, 
And the shredder program will actually write zeros and ones, quote-unquote randomly. Of course, nothing's random with computers. Over top of, it's kind of... I'm, I'm sorry, I... Uh... Uh, I didn't quite hear that again. I'm sorry. What's the besides bleep it? Bleep <laughs> Bleach that? bit is what she used. Um, right. There's like shredder programs out there. We can find some uh, to link for you that would be reputable. That really wouldn't allow you to restore it without the original restoration disk or restoration partition. Right. Yeah, you're going to get this. This drive will be useless after you're done with this. You could format it after that further and then reuse oh. it, and then reuse it. So you're going to sh- you're going to delete it, then you're going to shred it. With this shredding program, then you're going to format it, and then so, you're going to give it to somebody. <laughs> are you going to give it to somebody you trust, or are you going to give it to a stranger? Well, um, one of the things I might be doing is... Uh, or a special prosecutor. Someone, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking, someone told me that, like, you know, donating it to an uh, organization oh, yeah. that might need uh, some, you know, some computers to help teach people or something. Yeah, we well, participate I mean, with that in Man- with Manchester Community College. We do a lot of that. Right, um, and my my thing is, it's just that, you know, I don't want my income tax anything being, uh, yeah, you know, or even my, I, you know, like I also have my, uh, I do on bill paying, and I don't want that uh, being, uh, right, you know, given away. You know? Right. So there's two things. So we'll, you know, deleting, like you said, mm-hmm. is fine. Then you got to find a good shredder program, and we're going to do some some uh, quick research on that and find find some good shredder program that you'll run on the hard drive. Then you're going to do something called after you've shredded it, you're going to format it, okay. um, and that should pretty much do it, making it pretty much un, un uh, you know completely clear. Um, and then of course you can reload the operating system if you want, or just give it as a blank system and let the let the recipient uh, use it. Right. Um, We'll find some good ones that are out there, but Bleachbit is out there. That's what she used. Um, I don't know how cheap it is. If you don't want to use a shredding program, if you just delete and then format the drive, that generally, I mean, you need to be like the NSA or FBI. There are programs out there that will do government standard wiping. Right. And it'll actually write zeros and ones to the drive. Right. All of it, like eight times. Right. That's the shredder software I'm talking about. And you can get that for free out on the internet. Yeah, we'll find a good a good link for you there. Oh, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, because I was looking at some you know some things out there, and you know it's like uh, this one has this, this one has that, and I'm like, you know what? Uh, you guys helped me out in the past with stuff. Yeah. And uh, like I said, even earlier listening to you, uh, with you know basically looking at what the type of computer I want to get, mm-hmm. and I figured, you know, hey, you guys would probably know it a lot better than I do. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. CC Cleaner might have it too. I've got one. Oh, you yeah. got one, Bob? Yeah, it's uh, Kill Disk. <laughs> <laughs> name says it all. Uh, as long as it's not a Chinese software and it's not sending your data to the Chinese first, um, there's another one out here too. We've got. We'll put a link up here from uh, ZDNet. Mike found, and that will also help you. Uh, get some more information, but yeah, you're you're thinking the right things here before you give your computer away. Definitely right. want to format it and shred it and all that fun stuff. This kill disk okay. does it to uh, U.S. Department of Defense 5220.22-M standards clearing, yeah. cleaning, and sanitizing matrix. <laughs> all right, so we've got some stuff here for you, Paul. All right, well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Great question. Bye bye. All right, bye. Because people, you guys don't realize it. If you're just donating your computer and you've not deleted it and formatted it and shredded it, it's some pretty easy ways to quote unquote undelete Even your stuff. Even if you format it, it can be unformatted. Yeah, there's ways. So you have to have somebody who's really looking to get access to your data. Um, so 
Shredding it'll de- shredding it should uh, take care of that. Keep going, right, Matt? Yeah. Where is he? I can't see him. We're going to go uh, to Barbara in Southbury next. Hey, Barbara. Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, you too. Um, I'm calling because we just purchased a combination modem and router to upgrade systems here. All right. And looking over all the instructions and problem solving before we have a problem. Mm-hmm. That's a good start. <laughs> uh, they mention that if you have a problem with uh, getting, I guess, sufficient bandwidth, it says uh, you may need an upgraded cable um, that'll handle a thousand right uh, megabits. BT. Yeah, megabits. MBT. Yeah. So uh, the cable. No, you're, not you're, MBT. Just BT is all they say. BTs. Huh? Yeah, I don't. I don't know that abbreviation. Bits. Megabits. I would understand. Anyway, yeah. Whatever it is. Well, what's your bandwidth? Rate. What's your bandwidth now? What are you paying for internet? Um. A hundred megabits. You have a hundred megabits. Okay. Yeah. So as long as you're running Cat five cable minimally in your home, mm-hmm. that's going to give you the same speed as as the internet service. So you don't need to increase any other wiring in your home to go faster because your in- internet is only hundred megabits, which is plenty. I assume it's just a couple of you in the home. Yeah, but we, as we were thinking about this, we have a lot of wireless stuff use of it besides okay. that. That's fine. And so. And the cable there is the cable that was installed yep. many, many, many years ago. That's okay. I bet you it's still um, 100 megabits. So you're still getting 100 megabit speeds. Okay. If you do a speed test, if you're paying well, for 100, you should be getting 100. We did, but at that point, of course, we weren't running all the other wireless stuff. Yep, I hear you. And we're, th- we're thinking of putting up a wireless mesh uh, setup. Nice. But that's not going to work if it can't send the speed to those other locations well again if it's 100 megabits if you're all intents and purposes everything else being equal mm-hmm. you don't need to rewire to to get your mesh network running and again i don't care i mean maybe if you get a party of 100 people in there you're going to see a bandwidth degradation but each access point well, you is, guys can be number 99 and number 100 thanks <laughs> each um each access point is going to have a subscription level right it can handle x number of devices attached to it Mm-hmm. And the mesh network itself can. So access points can become oversubscribed or oversaturated. Mm-hmm. They're slicing the bandwidth as you connect to it with your device. Right. Um, but again, to stream music or to stream video, you only need uh, a chunk of that bandwidth. So I think you're going to be in great shape. I don't think you should need to, to rewire until you, you connect it up and see how it goes. Um, okay. And, and then if everything goes fine, which I suspect it will, you're set. If it does need to be upgraded, fine. Run some Cat6 cable. Cat six cable is one thousand megabit rated, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what you'd have to do if, for some reason, you're seeing a performance issue. Okay. Well, now parallel question. All right, hang on, because we have a hard break coming okay. up. Can you ask that question after the break? Yep. Sure. All right, we're going to keep Barb on the on the on hold here. Jason and John, hang on. One line open for you. This is Computer Talk. We're here till eleven o'clock. Everything we've talked about is posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. Of course, you can get us on the stream over at radio.com. Just listen to us live that way. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. And uh, let's get right to your calls. We're going to go to Barbara in Southbury again. Hey, Barb. Able question. Yeah. Um, when we travel in hotels that we go to, 
generally we're using the Wi-Fi system mm-hmm. with our various security stuff on it. Yeah. Um, but the, a lot of them have still have the Ethernet cable connection. I used to carry the Ethernet cable with me wherever we went. Yeah. Um, and I'd have to actually look into it the individual hotels as to whether they had an extra charge for using that or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but the question is, would you get better speed and better anything else using their Ethernet cable Maybe. Connection. Yeah, maybe, because uh, you're not sharing an access point. Like I talked to you earlier about that oversubscription that can happen. Yeah. So if you're in a hotel room and you're all sharing the same access point in the same vicinity, um, you can see that access point would start sweating, kind of mm-hmm. working real hard to serve it all up. And if you connect directly, um, that won't occur. You have Now you've got your own high-speed connection back to the switch, which is then back to the Internet connection. So you can and get better it, performance. Are these connections pretty much all that super strong because sometimes these are new hotels that have wired them up for mm-hmm. business and sometimes they're 1900s early hotels yeah. that have added that later on at some point and it may have been before they had wi-fi so it right. may be really old connection would those be equally good ethernet connection? well you'll see when you connect if your network card shows 100 megabits yeah. you're running with old cat 5 yeah. If it shows as 1,000 megabits, it means you're running at CAT 6, the later, newer technology. Yeah. So yeah. it'll show you right when you check your your, your uh, okay. network interface. Super. All right, Barb. Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck. Right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Let's move on to New Britain and Jason. What's going on, Jason? Hi. Good, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Concerning the... Windows, the end of Windows support, or the end of Microsoft support for Windows in in January for Windows 7. Yeah. If I install WebRoot on my Windows 7 machine, will that protect me from the possible attacks through um, loopholes in Windows or no? Maybe. (laughs) It's only maybe. Only because, so here's the thing, right? So what, what you're protecting against is different. Microsoft has a problem, right? Their operating system has problems, like any other operating system. And when those problems are discovered, the folks at Microsoft go out and patch the holes, right? When those right. holes stop happening, WebRoot can protect you against viruses, but they may not protect you against you being tricked into letting the bad guy through the hole. Oh, I see. Right? Right. Right. So phishing schemes where people say, hey, you've got an invoice for this, and you're like, hey, I didn't buy anything, click. Now yeah, you've let right. them in, right? Um, if the bad guys are going to leverage an, uh, uh, an unpatched problem with Microsoft, they're going to then try to trick you into accessing it, and no virus program on the planet can help you. I see. So you, okay. that's really where all this stuff is happening. You see all these school systems. You see all these these government agencies, you see the cloud provider I talked about earlier today getting hit with ransomware. It's all right. mostly it's due to being tricked into letting the bad guys in or poor security on the on the front end in the first place, letting the bad guys in to go ahead and manipulate the systems. So, oh okay, antivirus is not going to stop you from that. Right. So, okay. That. Um, but oh, but having the open DNS will help. A little bit, yeah. Help protect that. Yep. You now you're on a safer internet. You're going to not go down some dark alleyway of the internet as easily. That's right. going to help too. So those two things are minimum. That's what you should have running uh, on all systems these days: is some sort of internet yeah. filter and some good antivirus program. That's those are the first two steps. The third step is to be very vigilant. Don't let them trick you. Right. 
Very good. All right, Jason. You guys are great. Thanks. Love the show. Thank you. You guys are great too. Thanks for calling. All You're right. Welcome. Bye. A lot of these emails that are coming in these days, you know, you look at, you know, click here for this, click here for that. It's conditioning us to fall for these tricks. And the problem is you don't know if it's legit or not. But anything coming in through email, you shouldn't click on. I don't care if it's the best deal on the planet, you know, free cruise here or whatever you're going to do here. Click here to to get this. They A, they shouldn't be conditioning you to click when it comes to that kind of stuff, especially unsolicited. So be very vigilant. Let's go to John in New Britain. Hey, John. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Um, got a new computer, and I'm running across um, trying to install either, well, probably both Chrome and Firefox. And, of course, Microsoft only wants you to use their Edge products. Yeah. And you get this S-Mode. Familiar with that, where you got to switch out of the S-Mode to be able to install. S-Mode. What flavor of Windows 10 did you buy? <laughs> Whatever came with this unit here, uh, yeah, um, I guess that's the latest and greatest. Um, the S mode is supposed to be designed for security, speed, and whatnot, and you have to switch out of S mode, and if you do that, and of course, you can't switch back. And Safe uh, mode, I think he's talking about. Yeah, uh, well, no. No, so, um, not, well, it, I guess it's sort of like safe mode, but it's... Yeah, you know, yeah, you're running Windows 10 S. Yeah, new machine, and, you know, obviously, you know, I, I, like I said, rather than use an Edge, mm. I prefer either Chrome or Firefox, and I get this when I go to install it. You have to, you know, get out of S mode. and. So it looks like here from what I'm reading, Windows 10 S, as in Sam, does not allow installing third-party applications. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's bizarre. So you, have a, you actually have a, uh, an operating system that's secure, um, I, I got a feeling it's intended for other uses than home use. Um, the question is, can you override or can you update? Have you updated that Windows 10 version lately? Is it? Well, I just had the machine literally uh, two or three days ago, so <laughs> can update anything yet. But yeah, um, it's you just... know, and it didn't automatically say to me that okay, it needs to update. So yeah, there's a there they are they they realize it's not such a great idea, and they're providing a way to swap over to another version of Windows for free. Oh. So you want to get out of that version that you purchased, however you got it. Um, yeah, you want to well, go to the Microsoft Store, I think, and see if you can. Uh, you want to go to Update and Security Activation, and then click Go to Store, and it'll take you to a switch to Windows 10 Pro. So you've got some sort of enterprise-ish flavor of Windows 10 designed to kind of lock it down, which as an end user is not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. And you need to get out of that version and upgrade it to maybe Pro, I think you have to. Yeah. Go ahead, Bob. I'm on the Microsoft site. It yeah. says, Microsoft verified security with Windows 10 in S mode. Your favorite applications such as Office, Evernote, and Spotify are available from the Microsoft Store where they're Microsoft verified for security. Mm -hmm. You can also feel secure when you're online, Microsoft Edge, your default browser, gives you more protection against phishing and social engine, socially engineered malware than Chrome or Firefox. So the key is how to turn off S-Mode so that he can go ahead and download what he wants. Right. Um, so hang on. Go to settings, select update security, left-click activation. Yeah, yeah, we've got some answers for you. you got to take it out of S-Mode. Out of S so okay. here's the thing, right? So Microsoft... 
from that. But what, what Bob just said is they're saying, look, you know what? If you want to buy any app, <laughs> you can only buy our stuff. And you can't use Chrome and Firefox because clearly there are other, other third parties involved, and we can't let you <laughs> use their browsers. And you've chosen S mode, so we want to save you, John. So I think they're following the Apple uh, model. Maybe a little. Yeah. Certainly seems like Apple. Yeah. So we got to tell you how to turn off the S mode in Windows 10, which frankly I've never bumped into, uh, but it's definitely in, on your security update, security activation settings. We have links up here for you that will give you some answers as to how to turn that off. Once you turn it off, then you can go ahead and load other applications that you know are safe, right? Because Chrome is safe. Firefox is safe. Right. Um, and so you'll be able to save your you – know, you get out of that mode. But if you want to run in that mode going forward, you know, let's say you had a kid that you couldn't trust, you know, 15, 16. Right. You, know, you might want to put it in safe the S mode for them. That way they're not going to download something that is malicious. So we'll put some links up here for you as far as how to turn it off um, straightforward. Okay, great. Thanks. All right, John. Check it out. Thank yep. you. Yep, good luck. Thanks. S mode. Never come across it. You got the answer there, Bob, for him? Yep. Yeah. It's, yep. So it's easy to do. It's pretty straightforward. Comes by default. <laughs> Microsoft will save you from them. Learn how to upgrade from Windows 10 Home to Windows 10 Pro. That's easy. Yeah, they'll do it too. Anything you want to bring up? We have four lines wide open, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Feel free to get online. Bob wants to bring up an we article. We lost our callers. Yeah, it's okay. Saturday, <laughs> we'll have to start all... talking about our kids. No, let's not do it. Come on, they're, get in there. They're getting out. They're getting their bread and milk <laughs> okay. before the storm. Um, have, have you ever lost your wallet? Never. Have you ever had it stolen? Never. Okay. Well, for those of you that are somewhat absent-minded, <laughs> I've had mine stolen once. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay, this wallet includes a tracker that let you to let you find you find it with your phone. Okay, nice. the Esker Parliament Water Wallet syncs with your phone, so you never lose it. Huh. Um, the tracker is a thin credit card sized device that can be charged in uh, light. It works on um, solar solar power. Yeah, hmm. for three hours, which will last for two months. The company says. But then, of course, if you forget to do that after two months, it's a useless. It's just a regular wallet. In order to <laughs> in order to track your wallet, you have to install the free Chipolo app, which is available uh, for iOS and Android. The tracking range is about 200 feet, 60 meters, yeah. using Bluetooth Low Energy 4.0. Nice. After installing the app, you can make. Uh, you can make the wallet ring by tapping the locate button from within the application. <laughs> Other features include seeing where your wallet is on a map, and in a neat switcheroo, it even lets you locate your phone by pressing a button on the tracker. So to me, that would be more Yeah, help you useful. find your phone. Yeah, because yeah, how many times have you put your phone down and forgot where you put it? Never. Oh, come on. <laughs> Never. <laughs> yeah, I find that hard to believe. I know, but it's I true. do it all the time, and so does everybody else I know. I have certain things that I do the same way in yeah. a obsessive, compulsive way, so I always know where my keys are, my wallet is, and my phone is, because I always put them in the same place. So Period. You would be like the cowboy that even goes to bed with his hat on. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, but... I know where that stuff is. We're going to step out for a quick break. We'll put a link up to that. Gary, Al, Jim, you guys all here. There's five lines that are all ringing. Uh, we'll try to do our best to get to your calls. We'll be right back after this break. And we are back. And Dr. Alessi's in the green room. He's going to give you a second opinion on your health advice. Getting ready for that. So stick around till 11 o'clock. 
Let's get right to your calls. We're going to go to Gary in Bloomfield. So, Gary, we talked to you earlier in the day, and he's here to complain. Yeah, a uh, couple quick ones, I hope. Um, oh, no complaining? Time, That's good. <laughs> suggestion was made uh, that I might end up having to look at uh, Microsoft Office 2018. 2019, if you have to, if you have to reload, yep. Okay. Will that load on a 8.1 machine? Yeah. It will? Yeah. Okay. If I do have the disks and I want to uh, re- you know, reload them on the machine, yeah. will it automatically overwrite what's there, or do I have to uninstall what's already on the machine? It should overwrite, but I think Bob's going to tell you. It's going to put it in a different folder. Oh, it is? It's not yes. going to put it in the same one? So no. Microsoft numbers their folders under Program Files, Microsoft Office, yeah. so that it might be, if you put in several versions over time, yeah. you might see an Office 14, Office 15, Office 16. But if he re- reloads the 13 he has now, it's going to overwrite that version of 13. It's going right? to overwrite the version, yeah. but it's not going to overwrite any of the files you produced. Right. So, so the answer is yes, it'll overwrite, but at the 19 version, files. only the program files. Okay, well, I, I've got a full backup of everything on the machine, nice. so I'm okay there. Um, I did go back into Programs and Features, yeah. clicked the Microsoft Office, clicked on Change, Yeah. blue box came up around the change, sat there for five, seven minutes, yep. and then the blue box disappeared, but nothing else happened. Oh, so no repair option. Well, nothing came up. Yeah. Now, when I went... I shut down, rebooted again, and I went into the uh, Adobe Acrobat Reader just mm-hmm. to see what would happen. Yeah. And when I click on that and uh, click Change, a box comes up in, within seconds that says Installing, and then gives you an option to cancel if you want some, assuming that mm-hmm. uh, the installing is just simply bringing up Repair or Recovery. Right. Okay. Could Repair be under a different... Uh, option on the control panel? I don't know, but we did put a link up there for you as far as uh, something to try outside of that. Okay. Um, but it should be right there in that control panel line. Okay. And I did try uh, a couple times about holding the control key down and double-clicking on Word yeah. and Excel and nothing happens. In safe mode. You know, nothing comes, nothing happens. I just get the rotating blue circle right. and nothing else happens. Yeah, that you got to reload, I think, okay. Gary. I think you've tried everything... Uh, you can try the link we put up there as far as the repair goes to see if there's a manual repair you can kick off, but I got a feeling you're going to reinstall. Okay. Okay. Thanks a lot, guys, for your you, help. You got it, Gary. Yeah, okay. Bye. Bye bye. All right. Going to Rick in Bristol next. Hey, Rick. Hey, you go. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, since it's the Thanksgiving season, yeah. uh, I'd like to thank you and Bob oh, for donating your Saturdays for the public here. Our pleasure. And also you and a couple other members of your family for performing with the Bristol Brass and Wind Ensemble. <laughs> yes, that's Very our pleasure, too. appreciated. It's our pleasure, too. Keeps our noggins smart. Come on. we got to keep those noggins moving there. Play some music. Uh, uh, I have a problem with Outlook. Yeah. Um, I have Comcast, and mm-hmm. for the past several months, my inbox in Outlook only goes back to the 23rd of the previous month. You have a corrupt PST. Corrupt PST. Which is the mail file without okay, within yes. Outlook. Uh, <clears throat> because I did, I contacted Comcast. They they checked. They said there was no problem there, and I had the Geek Squad wander around the computer for five hours. Five hours? They're Outlook not charging problem. you by the hour, are you? No, I had a um, service plan that expired. All right. 
last week, you know, and I called him just before it expired. Uh, but um, yeah, it seems like uh, for whatever reason, yep. just, uh, you've got a, you've got a damaged PST file, and you have to repair it. All right. And so there's plenty of information we can put for links as to how to run the repair of your uh, PST. Um, it's called Scan PST that you're going to run and see if it finds errors. Most likely it will find the errors, and hopefully it'll fix it for you. So we put the uh, link up. <laughs> Bob's already on it as I was talking. He's already got the link uh, ready okay, to go. Good. So yeah, hopefully I'm that... Getting I'm getting beeps in the phone, so I missed uh, what I was supposed to do, but uh, I will check out the link. Yeah, you're going to repair it. And I'm surprised the folks, the geeks, did they say they even tried to repair it? <sighs> no, it was mostly <laughs> uh, typing, and uh, you know, it wasn't like I was on there five hours constantly with them, but they did take up, you know, they were roaming around, and they said it definitely was not a... Uh, an outlook problem it's got to be an outlook problem well uh, <laughs> it's got to be what's <laughs> happening is it's stopping at a certain date right why would if you have mail beyond that date and it's not showing it's because the database is corrupt there is no other answer that i could even fathom logically well, it shows it shows the present mail it's yeah. just that we had mail that went back a couple of years in the inbox and it's gone it's not showing it's up right up, right yeah so that's still a pst you it's, may it's have, a corrupt pst yeah. well you may have uh, uh archived your older mail. You would know that. I, I've never set up an archive file. There is one, but it's got like five or six pieces of mail in it. Right. If it's got 256, uh, I think, kilobytes in size, then there's nothing there. But right. um, it's typically it's set up by default. Right. And you may have run it inadvertently. But anytime you come across a hole like this where it stops, it's the database. It's, I think it's the database. I tend to agree with you. Thank you. Okay. All right, those geeks don't know what they're talking about, <laughs> whoever they were. <laughs> I, uh, I bet I you you're going to find that, it because you just they hung up, right? And they said, sorry, there's no problem, right? <laughs> well, they, uh, that, after it's three hours, they tried that. And then I said, well, I'm going to open up my mail program and see if it's fixed. Right. And he said, oh, wait a minute, let me check something else. Yeah. And then it was another two hours. Unbelievable. Uh, and still wasn't. No, they have to run a scan to fix the actual PST. Otherwise, they're going to spend the same thing. It's the, it's a definition of insanity, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good and luck, we Rick. We have Thunderbird on the machine, also. Yeah. So I know the emails are there somewhere because they're on Thunderbird. Well, they're brought uh, down as a different as right. a pop, yeah. But you've got it into your Outlook, which is PST. So go ahead and repair that PST, kid. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. You got it, Rick. All right. Have a good holiday. Yep. You too. I want to thank you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. Dr. Alessi's up next. He's in the green room. He's going to give you a second opinion on your health advice. I want to thank Matt for producing and uh, all you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. Without you guys, obviously Bob would just be, and I would be talking about our kids, which is just generally not good radio. <laughs> See you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.